Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Tradies News in a Nutshell. Call 1300-01-1170 or text 0457-736-736. Good morning, everyone. Welcome along to Tradies News in a nutshell for your Tuesday morning. It is Tuesday, the 22nd of August, 2023. Daniel Pettigrew back in the chair for the next hour before the breakfast show is broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ in Brisbane, uh, 693 and SEN 1620 AM uh, the Gold Coast, uh, right across New South Wales and Queensland. And that's, of course, before Vossi and James Magnuson breakfast this morning through SCN 1170 AM in Sydney. For our listeners in Queensland it will be Pat and Heels to take you through the breakfast show after 6am. As always 1300 01 1170 our open line number. You can text 0457 736 736. Lots coming up over the course of the next hour as well. Plenty of rugby league news floating around. Dominated by South Sydney and Latrell Mitchell. We'll get to that shortly. Uh, Chris Perkins from America will join me on the line in about 15 or 20 minutes to get all the latest from America. We've got live EPL just underway. I'll update you in that on that game in just a second as well. But want to hear from you. Lots to talk about this morning on this Tuesday morning. one 1170 our open line number, or you can text 0457 736 736. It's coming up to two past five. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Except nothing less than Australia's best and install a ream, Australia's favourite hot water. EPL, as I said, underway. Three minutes gone in the game between Crystal Palace and Arsenal. It's nil all. Crystal Palace and Arsenal nil all after three minutes. The final round of the second weekend of the EPL nil nil. We'll keep you up to date with that one. Just before we get to the news of the day on 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736, was asked over the weekend. If I could only pick, and we've had a lot of great sporting moments uh, over the past month, dominated clearly by the Matildas. I was asked if you could only pick one sporting event to watch again ever. You could now not watch. It is the last sporting event you will ever watch. What would you pick? What sporting event in the past, if you could only pick one to watch again and you could never watch any other sport ever again, would you pick? one 1170 or 0457 Now, it could be one you went to, could be one you were watching on TV, it could be something locally or something played overseas. But if there was only one sporting event you could ever watch again in your life, you could not watch anything ever again. Thankfully, this is not real life. But if it was, what would you pick? one 1170 or 0457 I'll tell you mine later, but interested to hear from you. Three and a half minutes past five o'clock. Lots to get through. Let's start 
with the South Sydney Rabbitohs and Latrell Mitchell. So we know he is facing uh, one or one or two weeks out on the sidelines. Uh, we don't know yet uh, what he's going to do, if he's going to take the early plea or not. However, South Sydney coach Jason Demetrio has hit out at suggestions Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell run the Rabbitohs as the club prepares to take on uh, their mortal enemies, the Sydney Roosters, without potentially their fullback. Now, the Rabbitohs were seeking advice from Judiciary Specialist Nick Gubba on Monday, yesterday, as they weighed up their op options with Mitchell, who, as we know, was charged with a dangerous contact for his elbow on Newcastle Ford Tyson Frizzell on Sunday afternoon. Now, the sense was that the Rabbitohs would enter an early guilty plea to the charge, leaving the number one jersey and their faith in Blake Taft to keep their season alive in their final round blockbuster against the Roosters. Uh, now, either way, whatever happens with the Roosters this weekend, the match for South Sydney, it could be very big for both teams, definitely big for South Sydney because they will get to 30 points this weekend um, because of the bye. And it has to be said, just read Blake Taft. Uh, he's been very good. He's off to the Bulldogs next year. And whenever he has been part of that South Sydney side, he's played well. So whilst they, yes, clearly will lose a lot with no Latrell Mitchell, Blake Tarve is a very good player. Uh, now, by entering an early guilty plea, South would ensure that Mitchell was able to play in the finals should the Rabbitohs make it that far. To do so, though, they will likely need to beat the Roosters in the final round. Now, Jason Demetrio conceded Mitchell needed to be uh, better controlled with his, his emotions as he also dismissed suggestions Mitchell and Walker held too much sway at the club. And he said, we're not winning footy games at the moment, so the rumour mill is going into overdrive. Latrell Mitchell was out for 12, 12 weeks, so if he was running the show during that time, I don't know what the problem was there. They are two very influential players in a group, but they are part of a group. The only way to answer that stuff is to win footy games. At the moment, there is lots of talk. That is because we are not winning. Now, Souths privately say they have deliberately handed more say to their leaders this season, among them Mitchell and Walker. However, the rugby league rumour mill has been in overdrive in recent weeks and Souths have been at the centre of many of the claims given their sliding season. It's an interesting one. We know how good South Sydney were throughout that middle part of the year. But since then, they've only won four out of their last 12. Um, and I would say in basically all of those victories, especially the last two, the Tigers and the Dragons victories, they've won and they've done the job, but they've looked clunky. They have not looked like the side that we saw in the middle part of the year. And everyone has sort of been waiting for South Sydney to recapture that because we've been, we saw in the middle part of the year um, and to an extent what we saw at the back end of last year as well, what South Sydney are capable of doing, what they can do. And everyone was waiting for them to maybe pick up after Origin. They had a few players out and resume that, but they just haven't. As it stands, they are still in the top eight. They are in eighth position. They will go to 30 points this weekend. The only team guaranteed two points this weekend. But then still do have to more than likely beat the Roosters next Friday night. Now, a couple of questions surrounding Latrell Mitchell as well. Would you be taking the early guilty plea? I, I understand why you'd want Latrell Mitchell there against the Roosters, but you've got to back your team to be able to get the job done against the Roosters side that even if they win this weekend, still won't be in the top eight. They may be if they win their next two games, but they won't be after this weekend. So you'd want to back your South teammates to be able to do that 
And if they can do that, they make the finals, they get Latrell Mitchell back. But if they are to lose, it's more than likely, no matter what's happening with the Roosters, um, they will end up missing the top eight. So do you roll the dice? Do you challenge this call on Latrell Mitchell? Do you challenge the charge or... Do you just take the early guilty plea? one 300 70 or 0457-736-736. Now, just on Latrell Mitchell as well, I thought what he did on Sunday, and at the time he did it as well, with only, what, one or two minutes left in the game, the game was done. Souths were nowhere, nowhere near in that game. It was 29 points to 10 at that stage. It wouldn't have made any difference. Um, so I thought the timing of it was pretty stupid from Latrell Mitchell. And I've seen calls over the past 24 hours from a few people about if Luttrell plays again this year and if South Sydney advance to the finals, move Luttrell Mitchell to the centres. Now, I've said all along, look, Luttrell Mitchell's a very talented player, um, one of the best when he's on. He's a good fullback, but I think he's an even better centre, and we've seen that for many years. We've seen that... Um, for the Roosters when they won the competitions in 18 and 19. We've seen it for New South Wales. We've seen it um, for Australia recently, uh, only in last year's World Cup over in the UK. Would you be playing Latrell Mitchell at fullback or in the centres? What is Latrell Mitchell's best position? one 1170 or 0457-736-736. For mine, his best position, position is in the centres. He is probably, and there look, there's some very good centres running around the game. Joey Manu uh, stands out. Um, he is probably the best centre in the game when he's in form. So if you're a Souths fan, or even if you're not a Souths fan, would you be challenging the charge, firstly, question number one, and... If South Sydney do play again this year, would you be tempted to move Latrell Mitchell to the centres? What is Latrell Mitchell's best position? Is it fullback? Is it centre? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 Fullback or centre for Latrell Mitchell? And where do you see his future? Now, I think he'll remain fullback at South Sydney. It was one of the uh, reasons he ended up leaving the Roosters because he wanted to crack at fullback. I can't see that changing. But I do think he's a better centre. What do you reckon? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Meanwhile, Manly, uh, coach at the Seabold, has finally run out of patience of uh, with his $3.2 million star, Josh Schuster, after a shocker last weekend against the New Zealand Warriors. Now, the $800,000 utility will be axed to reserve grade for this weekend's match against the Bulldogs as a result of a lacklustre 20-minute stint against the Warriors in which he had zero runs. Now, Schuster is on a $3.2 million deal until the end of 2027. A contract chief executive, Tony Mastroff, insists is still safe at this stage. He'll be named on an extended bench in Jersey 21, but Mestrov has confirmed the 22-year-old would play for Manly's New South Wales Cup feeder side Blacktown against the Bulldogs. Mestrov said Josh knows he's got a lot of work to do. I think he's willing to do that, but he needs to learn that this club has started to abide by. At the moment, his contract is not in danger. To play first grade week in, week out, there's certain fitness level that is required. He just needs to address that. We know... Of course, at the start of the year, Josh Schuster was playing 5'8". That was for the majority of the year. 
for the Manly Seagulls. He was dropped after round eight to allow him to do more reconditioning work on a recent quad injury. And at that time, uh, Daily Cherians have had a sombre warning for the 22-year-old saying at that point, I've been playing long enough to see so many people at this club not maximise their opportunity. That is rugby league, man. If you're not willing to work hard enough, if you're not willing to sacrifice, you just don't last long. Josh Schuster. Um, interesting one, isn't it? Uh, I don't think he's a 5'8". And we've not, I think we've seen that, not, in, not at this stage of his career. And we know the Manly Seagulls have Luke Brooks coming to the club next year to pair up with Daly Cherry Evans. They've also got Jacob Arthur um, there as well. Uh, I think he is a second rower. And I think if he puts his mind to it, he can be a very, very dangerous second rower. But on a contract worth $3.2 million and will not be playing this first grade this week against the Bulldogs. And with only two more games left, one more game after that for Manly this year, you wonder if he'll even be back in first grade at all uh, for the final game, or we'll have to wait until next year to see him. Manly fans, your thoughts on Josh Schuster? It's been a disappointing year for the Manly Seagulls. They started off so well and right throughout the year showed glimpses of what they can do. Uh, no, they've been out with Tom, uh, without Tom Dravojevic for a while now since Origin, um, and that is always hard when you don't have him at the back. But disappointing uh, for Josh Schuster. Where, what would you do with Josh Schuster? Manly fans, do you want to keep him there? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Now this will be confirmed today, uh, just before a break. But it is almost over the wait. Uh, it is being reported that Storm star Ryan Pappenhausen is poised to be recalled for Melbourne's uh, match against the Gold Coast this Saturday. Now, Storm management wouldn't reveal on Monday whether Pappenhausen would be named but conceded he was a chance. Melbourne coach Craig Bellamy will release his side at 4pm this afternoon. Pappenhausen has told friends he is ready to return after three games for feeder club Sunshine Coast Falcons in the Queensland Cup. He has not played since July last year, not played NRL since July last year. He would either return as starting fullback or playing a utility role off the bench. Now, Storm General Manager of Football, Frank Panisi, said there has been no decision made and it won't be until today. He's a chance, but not guaranteed. Last time he played was against Canberra in round 18. Uh, Melbourne played the Gold Coast this Saturday afternoon at Amy Park. There may be a late call to give Pappenhausen another game with Sunshine Coast, but it's more likely he will make his much-anticipated NRL return. And Cameron Smith said on breakfast yesterday in Sydney with Vossi and Brandy that if they're going to bring him back, it's basically got to be now. Um, two games left, and this is what we were saying a few weeks ago when he made his comeback through the Queensland Cup. It was sort of now or never, wasn't it, for Ryan Pappenhausen and the Melbourne Storm in the next couple of weeks. Get him through those first two or three weeks at Queensland Cup level. See how he goes. Hopefully stays injury-free. He's done all of that. But you need to bring him in before the final start. You can't bring someone... Well, it's You could, but it would be very unfair, especially for someone that hasn't played top level for almost 14 months now, to bring him into the finals. You need to give him a bit of game time beforehand, and I think the game against the Gold Coast is a very good idea. If that does happen, we'll have to wait and see what happens when the teams get named. And I suppose the other interesting thing, if he does play, does he play fullback, starting fullback, or does he come off the bench? You would think he would probably come off the bench, but 
We'll just have to wait and see. And as I said, if Ryan Pappenhausen hits form and stays injury-free, that is a huge wild card for the Melbourne Storm coming into the final series. Got the win over the Dragons, less than convincing last Saturday night. But to have Ryan Pappenhausen back is very, very important. And wouldn't it be great just to see him back from an NRL fan's point of view as well? Would love to see it. Um, any other fairy tale returns in sport you can think of? one 1170 or 0457-736-736. Because at the start of the year, no one quite knew when Ryan Pappenhausen would return, even if he would ever return, especially this year. So if we do see him back on the football field on Saturday uh, for the Melbourne Storm against the Gold Coast Titans, that would be fantastic to see. Uh, fairy tale returns in sport. And where would you play Ryan Pappenhausen? Fullback? Or would you bring him off the bench? one 736 Lots more news around, a bit of cricket news, a bit of news surrounding the Roosters as well. We'll get to that very, very soon. Asking you this morning, if you could only watch one sporting event the, ever, you can't watch any other sporting events. You're not allowed. So if you want to go back in time, it can be locally, it can be... Somewhere overseas, it could be something you were at. It could be something you were just watching on TV. If it was the last ever sporting event you could ever go back and watch, what would it be? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 What would be the, the one sporting event if you couldn't watch ever, ever, if you couldn't watch any other sporting event ever, you would go back and watch? Latrell Mitchell in South Sydney, would you roll the dice and challenge the charge or would you take the early guilty plea which means he misses the game against the Roosters and what is Latrell Mitchell's best position is it fullback is it centre if you were in charge of a rugby league team and Latrell Mitchell was in that team does he play fullback does he play centre well, I say he plays centre I don't think it will happen but I think he's a better centre than a fullback 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736 Ryan Pappenhausen back at the ma- at back in the Melbourne Storm team potentially we'll see what Craig Bellamy does when those teams are named this afternoon at 4 p.m. and Josh Schuster Manly fans how are you feeling about him looks like he's going to be dropped for this weekend's game against the Bulldogs not the greatest of years for Josh Schuster but he is on a $3.2 million contract. What to do with Josh Schuster? 1-300-01-11-70, 736 to your texts, your calls, and Chris Perkins on the other side of this. It's 18 past five, Tradies News in a nutshell. It's good to have your company at 22 and a half past five. Chris Perkins on the line from America in just a second. Lots to speak to him about. We do have EPL action going on at the moment. 23 minutes gone between Crystal Palace and Arsenal. Still nil all between Crystal Palace and... And Arsenal 0457 736 736, our text number. You can call the open line anytime. 1300 01 1170. You mentioned Ryan Pabenhausen. Just a bit of other team news as well. Newcastle's charge into the finals will receive a huge boost going into uh, this round with halfback Jackson Hastings scheduled to return from an ankle injury. They didn't really miss a beat without him, but he is an important part of that team. Uh, it was feared Hastings had suffered a serious injury after being uh, tackled in a hip drop tackle by Canterbury's Jacob Preston, but it is expected the playmaker will be available against Cronulla. And Sam Walker, uh, it wasn't enough to get North Sydney, the North Sydney Bears over the line on Sunday, but it might just have been enough to earn uh, the halfback a 
Roosters recall. Sydney Roosters coach Trent Robinson kept a close eye on proceedings at North Sydney Oval, where Walker's arsenal of kicks was on a full display against Penrith. Now, despite North's going down 26 points to 18 to the Panthers, Walker's boot helped set up uh, the Bears' three first-half tries, and he nailed all his conversions. And also what would have been pleasing for Robinson is Walker got through another 80 minutes unscathed after making a return from a knee injury last weekend. He was dropped after round seven, but then suffered an ACL sprain in reserve grade. Of course, the Roosters still alive in the finals race. They play the West Tigers on Saturday. Um, and if they are to win that, it all really comes down to that game against South Sydney more than likely uh, next Friday night. Uh, Roosters fans, would you welcome Sam Walker back into the team this weekend? I think it's a bit like the Ryan Pappenhausen situation. I think it's a bit now or never for Walker. You don't want to bring, be bringing him into a game against South Sydney. So I think if they're going to bring him back, and I look, I think Drew Hutchinson's been good. Um, he may even uh, shift to the centres if James Tedesco is out. Um, but I do think uh, it's now or never with Walker at the Roosters. We'll see what Trent Robinson does. Now, asking you this morning a few things on 1300 0111 70 or 0457 736 736. Firstly, South Sydney, Latrell Mitchell, do you roll the dice and fight the charge or do you take the early guilty play? And where is Latrell's best position? If you were in charge of South Sydney, fullback or centre, where should he play? I think he's one of the best setters in the game. He's still a very good fullback. But where would he be most damaging for the South Sydney Rabbitohs? 1-300-0111-70-0457-736-736. Josh Schuster at the Manly Sea Eagles. Looks like he's going to be dropped. Manly fans. He's worth, well, he's, I don't know if he's worth, but he's being paid $3.2 million. And he's going to be playing New South Wales Cup this week. Not sure if that's great for Manly. And also asking you, and it was asked to me over the course of the weekend, if you could not watch any other sporting event again in your life and you had chose, you made to choose only one. You couldn't choose any others. It was the last sporting event you'd ever watch. Say sport was ending. What would you pick? Couple of texts. Anthony says, uh, Anthony says, uh, Mick Cronin missed almost the entire eight. This is, sorry, on fairy tales. Um, Mick Cronin, uh, this is about Ryan Pappenhausen. Uh, Mick Cronin missed almost the entire 86 season with eye an eye injury. Came back for a semi-finals and grand finals to win the comp and retire on top. Thank you, Anthony. Yeah, talking also fairy tale returns in sport after Ryan Pappenhausen. Um, looks like he may be returning for the Melbourne Storm this week. So good text, Anthony. Um, and this one on that topic. Hi, uh, Dan. Sporting match or moment for me would be Manchester United scoring with virtually the last kick to win the treble. Yeah, you do get that a lot in football, don't you? Thank you, Gary. Keep those texts coming in. Fairy tale comebacks. The one sporting event you'd go back and watch if you could not watch another sporting event again in your life. one 736 It is time to do this. Now on Tradies News, it's time to get the latest from the USA. And I should say, if you've got any questions for Chris Perkins, anything you want to say, he'll be with me for the next 15 or so minutes. And he's on the line now. Chris Perkins, good morning to you. Hey, good morning from uh, my much smaller mobile office. I'm out uh, doing stuff today, running errands on a Monday afternoon in, in eastern Missouri. Mm, uh, we've seen some of the weather over uh, there around California. Hope you're staying safe, uh, Chris. Uh, yeah, well, I'm nowhere near that, That's thankfully. Uh, yeah, Death Valley uh, had the potential to become a lake. 
Mm. They mm. they get like they get like less than an inch of rain a year, and they were talking like four or five times that just in this storm. Uh, first time a tropical uh, tropical cyclone has hit Southern California since 1939. Mm. So everybody was kind of freaking out. And then on top of it, yesterday they had an earthquake in Los Angeles as yeah. the tropical storm was coming into LA. So. It was a bad day to be in L.A. yesterday or anywhere in Southern California. Yeah, we wish everyone all the best there. I hope everyone stays yeah. safe. Now, before we get on to the sport, uh, the first thing uh, I messaged yeah. you this morning uh, to make sure you're all good, um, and you replied saying you're having a bit of a moment. What what happened? What's what's going on in your life, Chris? Yeah, I'm having a what the – and I'll use a different word that I use. Uh, yes, please do. Here. Yeah. Uh, I'm, ha- I'm having a what the hell am I doing moment, uh-huh. or I was earlier. Mm. Uh, I had a – I bought a car for my son. Right. My 17-year-old son. I bought a car for him today, mm. and it was a lot of money. I can imagine it. I'm would- on the hook mm. for a lot of – I'm on the hook for a lot of money for the next six years, uh, but uh, it's got him a nice car. It has a warranty, uh, relatively low mileage, so uh, I, I think I did good for my kid. Uh, he better repay the favor by not wrecking it uh, the first moment he has it, because as of right now, he is driving it. Now, the most important question is, do you think he'll appreciate you going to all that effort to do that for him? Well, he better. Okay. Uh, he certainly acted appreciative, uh, mm-hmm. but you know we'll we'll see. He's a seventeen year old, but uh, I to to his credit, he is a good kid. Mm. Uh, so I'm I'm willing to do this because I trust him. He has not given me a reason not to trust him. Okay. So he better repay my trust by uh, treating this car well. Yes, let's let's hope so. Well, that is a very kind thing to do. We we always have on the text line. We always say everyone always says how much they love you, and clearly uh, you're a very good man buying your son a car. Let's just hope it all goes well, okay? Yes, yes, I, I certainly hope so. Uh, I, I I did I did offer a tongue in cheek threat. I said if you wreck this car, it will be the last thing you do on this earth. Uh, yeah, well, let's hope, let's hope not. But <laughs> yes, no, I, I, don't, I, I was, I, I, don't was I was, ha- I, I was, I was half joke. I, I was joking, but I had the serious dad look on my face. Yes, very, very good. So I like the fear well, of God. In, put the fear of God into him. Well, keep us thinking, up. Would dad really? Yeah, well, keep 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 us updated. Keep us updated on how yeah. uh, that goes. Now, uh, just before we get to some of your topics, got a bit of audio to play as well. Um, asking my listeners this morning uh, on the text line and the open line, if you could only choose one sporting event. Now, it doesn't matter if you were at this sporting event, Chris. You might have been watching it. It might have been locally to you, obviously, in America, Overseas, but if it was the only sporting event you could watch again in the rest of your life, and look, if it was the only sporting event you could watch again for the rest of your life, you would probably get bored of it after a while. But what would it be? Is there one that stands out for you that says, Yes, I would love to go back and be there or watch that over and over again? Man, it's a tricky I question. Had three of them pop, I had three of them pop into my head. Okay, go for it. Away. Yep. Uh, I'll give you all three of them. Uh, yep. Game 6, 2011 World Series between the Cardinals and Texas Rangers. That was David Freeze's miracle night uh, when he tied the game in the ninth with a two-run triple and then hit the walk-off home run in the 11th. 
the drawn 2010 AFL Grand Final, yep. which is still the the greatest football, one of the greatest football games I've ever seen in any code. Mm. And another game on my list, Super Bowl 34, the St. Louis Rams beating the Tennessee Titans. As uh, the broad, the radio broadcaster for the Rams, Mike Bush said, by a yard. When uh, Mike Jones tackled Kevin Dyson at the one yard line as time expired. Now um, the 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 AFL one you mentioned that's an interesting one um, because I was in the UK at that point in time um, and. Obviously, uh, broadcasting at the moment to New South Wales, Queensland audience, AFL doesn't dominate uh, in these two cities, but um, obviously the grand final is always quite popular, everyone out watching it. I was in the UK um, and I was uh, in a small town uh, called uh, Boston, part of Lincolnshire, much bigger uh, county, and I was heading to London that day, actually, and because of the time difference, it was very early on in the morning, um, and uh, I was getting ready, watching that uh, game, going to a draw. And I, I just remember I was leaving the house just as the, uh, it basically went to a draw. And I was thinking, was there any extra time? Is there any? No, no, there is. Go- there would be now if it happened. Yeah. But quite remarkable that that happened. And then the replay, what was it, a week after or something like that, I think? Yeah, the the next week and, and Collingwood blew out St. Kilda. Mm. That fourth quarter, the fourth quarter of that, that drawn grand final, some of the best football you'll ever see. Mm. Now it, it was I, it was two teams just knocking the snot out of each other for for this entire quarter. St Kilda was making the comeback, and I still remember that Nick Rewalt kick mm. that yes. was touched on the line yeah. for a behind. Well, oh my goodness, what what a game! Well, good on them for now understanding that there can be a draw, and we do they do have extra time. They have learned, uh, which is very good. Slightly behind the NRL, but that is okay. Uh, now, uh, just <laughs> before we get to your topics, a uh, few texts about uh, your son and the car. This one from uh, <laughs> this one from James. He says, "Please tell me, uh, Chris brought him a Mustang. Is that true?" No, but it was a Ford. It's a Ford Fusion. Ford Fusion. Okay. All right. Uh, this text, no name on it, but this text says, Chris, your son is currently street racing and doing burnouts as we speak. Better not be. Uh, I, I, I am thinking about putting an air tag on it, though. And Big G says, can Chris adopt me and buy me a new car? Cheers, the Big G. Would you be <laughs> up for that? I've got four kids already, thank you very much. And, you know, three of them are already adults, and they beg me for money constantly. Uh, The fourth one isn't far behind. He's almost 18. Uh, Yes. Well, uh, good luck to you on that front. So, Big G, I think the answer to that is no. Uh, But I'm sure, Chris, if he ever came out to Australia, would buy you a drink or something, Big G. That's probably where – that's probably all he could probably afford. Um, uh, now, right. uh, let's get to some of the uh, sport that we were going to talk about before. I completely run out of time. Let's start with uh, the right. Leagues Cup, and let's play this bit of audio. It's got to run in the breakfast show yesterday. It's a fantastic bit of audio. Uh, this is the messy goal in the Leagues Cup final. Let's have a listen to this. We're playing alongside Lionel Messi and Sergio Busquets, what that can do for a player to elevate their game. Taylor coming behind as well. Kramaski in the middle. Taylor cutting it to his right, trying to get it to Kramaski. Uh-oh. Lionel Messi around Zimmerman. He is inimitable, and he is inevitable. 
it sounds loud in that stadium, Chris. Oh, my goodness. And this was in Na- – actually, this game was in Nashville. Yes. And the Nashville crowd, man, they were they were bringing it for Messi. I mean, they were getting on him. They they were they were def- that was definitely not a neutral crowd Saturday night. But what a game! What a finish that was! It went PKs after a one-one draw after ninety minutes. Honestly, shouldn't have been because Nashville had a shot late. Uh, Messi hit the post later in, mm. in that game. Uh, could have had a second, but wound up hitting the post. Uh, and right at the death, uh, right at the death of the 90 minutes, uh, Miami got a chance. Uh, the attacker actually chipped the keeper, and it kind of went wide to the far post. Mm. And he was all alone. Keeper was gone. Defender had fallen down. And it was he. He tried to slide to hook it inside the post. Wound up hitting the post, and it went out right as the right when the referee blew the final whistle to send it to PKs. But the uh, the shootout went eleven rounds. It got to the keepers. Wow! The Miami keeper scored his, and then saved his his opposite numbers attempt to win the league's cup. So Miami, the last place team in the Eastern Conference in, in MLS, mm. they've won seven straight games with Leo Messi. There's a shot. Um, to win to win silverware. Mm. They're in the US Open Cup semifinal Wednesday night against Cincinnati. Mm. Have a shot at more silverware. And the fact that they won seven in a row as MLS regular season play resumes, uh, they are a scary prospect, even though they're twelve point now fourteen points back of the final playoff spot with twelve games left. I'm still scared of Miami right now, the way they're playing. We might do this on the show tomorrow, but best signings ever. Ever, especially for what someone uh, has delivered to a club or a franchise, it has to be said: seven wins in a row. I think. I think at the moment he's delivering uh, value for money, and that's not surprising, Chris. Seven wins and ten goals in those seven games. Messi is he is tearing Major League Soccer apart right now and you know they they say the the quality is a little bit lower in mls i'm sorry this is the same stuff he was doing in la liga in uh liga Mm. Uh, he does it everywhere else he's just the best player in the world let's once he's finished his stint in america let's push him to get to the a league now how good now We've been talking in recent <laughs> weeks. So obviously, the Matildas have been uh, dominating the headlines. The football ratings have been out of control, which has been great to see. There has been, I think, a little worry that it won't transfer into the local leagues when that gets back underway. I tell you one thing that would help uh, the A-League is to get someone like Messi there. So I'm signing a campaign now. Chris, are you with me? Once he's finished uh, there in America, he should come and play the A-League. Do you agree? Do you think that would be a good idea? Uh Listen, he would be an absolute—he would be an absolute diamond mine for the A League if he were to do that, and still, and still had almost the skills of his prime. I mean, he's probably a half a step slower mm. than he was with his during his prime at Barcelona. But man, a half a step slower, Lionel Messi, still better than everybody else on the pitch. Uh, yes. If he was a little bit off from that, he'd still be better than everybody else on the pitch. Correct. Okay. There, there is a wide gulf. Uh, uh, you know, certainly two or three years. If you know Miami, if if he's done in Miami, wants a new challenge, wants to go, uh, wants to go explore another part of the world. 
hey, the A-League would be a nice place to go and uh, the A-League would make a lot of money off of it. Yes, definitely, definitely would. Now, we haven't had an update on your team for a while. There's weekly updates for a, a little and while like, and then it's sort of gone quiet. So w- what's going on with your team? What, what's happening? Well, the rest of Major League Soccer, they had nine games last night as uh, play resumed. Uh, uh, first time in 24 days, St. Louis City played. Their last game was that 4-0 beatdown by Club America in the League's Cup group stage. They've had three and a half weeks off. Chance to rest, mm. recover, mm. get some guys healthy, uh, bring in new signings. They've done a little bit of everything. Mm. Uh, they got back on the pitch last night at City Park in St. Louis. Uh, kickoff temperature, uh, the heat index was somewhere between uh, the temperature of the surface of the sun and Alice Springs in January. Uh, now It was hot last night. It was very very hot and very humid last mm. night. That was the big thing. It was very humid in mm. St. Louis last night. Mm. Uh, but uh, St. Louis winds up beating Austin 6 Three, the defending uh, in the last 20 minutes of the game, I've seen better defense in an NHL all-star game than the last 20 minutes of the game at City Park last night. Uh, But uh, uh, Nico Giacchini, a pair of goals. Tim Parker opened the scoring. Uh, Sam Adeneran came off the bench, had a brace. Uh, Ostrak, uh, Thomas Ostrak had one. Uh, St. Louis and Will Bruin scored three minutes from time for Austin Mm. uh, in his first ever professional game in St. Louis. And uh, new signing, uh, a new signing uh, uh, for St. Louis made his debut. Um, uh, uh, where is it at? Uh, Nokvi Thorson, the Iceland, uh, the Icelandic forward, mm. made his debut for St. Louis. He just signed, and uh, Joachim Nielsen, the Swede, Swedish center back, made his St. Louis debut. He's been injured all season, but he is back healthy and getting some playing time. Very, very good. Now a text here from Eric just before we review your NRL tips. We've got a few minutes left. Uh, uh, he says, hello, Dan. Great show. Thank you. Uh, can you ask Chris which out of the five TV networks, ABC, CBS, Fox, NBC and Warner, is more recognised in having a dedicated sports channel? Do any of these networks have slash own any sports channels? Uh, treating sports coverage in how it deserves the best cheers from Eric. Do you have an answer to Eric's question there, Chris? Uh, well, ABC, ESPN, they're the same. They're owned by Disney. Mm. Uh, although there are rumors Apple TV's in the market to buy ESPN. Mm. Uh, that That's popped into the media recently. Uh, NBC used to have a, a 24-7 sports channel uh, called NBC Sports Network. That went away a couple of years ago after uh, NBC lost the National Hockey League contract to, to Disney. Uh, CBS has their own network, um, their own 24-7 network. Um, Fox has their own national uh, sports network, Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports 2, uh, kind of an ESPN clone. Uh, but yeah, that's our that's our four big networks. But mm. uh, I, the big one, obviously, is ESPN. It's the oldest and it's the most recognized globally, uh, and it's it's part of the ABC Disney conglomerate. Mm. All right, hope that answers your question, Eric. Chris will be back with me again on Thursday, and we'll probably do another fairly uh, longer chat because uh, listeners do enjoy love hearing you, Chris. So uh, if you've got any more questions for Chris, it. have a think of it for the next forty eight hours. Text in, but. Before we let you go, hmm, uh, we're going to review your NRL tips. Now, uh, last weekend and the weekend beforehand, you got seven out of eight. But what was it? I think it was the 
First game of uh, the round a couple of weeks ago and the last game of uh, the round, mm-hmm. not just gone, but the one before hand that you got wrong. So you actually had got, what, 14 in a row, Ryan? Seven out of eight. Yes. Um, how do you think you went this weekend? I'm betting I regress to the mean. Mm. All right. That would be my guess. Well, I don't think I can... I don't think I don't think that is sustainable. So I, I think the safe bet here is regression to the mean. All right, you ready to find out? Let's go. All right, you tipped the crit on the sharks. We already knew that, so that was one from one. Okay. You also tipped the warriors, two from two. You tipped Parramatta against the roosters. I keep telling you, uh, don't don't tip against the roosters. Uh, you tipped. Yeah, I knew you'd enjoy that one. Uh, I did. You tipped the dolphins. Now, in fairness to the Dolphins, they only lost by one point, so you're pretty close there. Uh, you tipped the Penrith Panthers. Uh, still an L. Yeah, three there. Uh, you tipped the Melbourne Storm. So that's four. Uh, you then tipped South Sydney. Uh, but then you did tip the Canberra Raiders. So five from eight is still not too bad. It's above average. That is a winning week. It is regression to the mean. Mm. And I've had a strike rate this year around 60, 65%. Mm. So I'm right there. Very good, very good. Chris, great stuff. We'll get more tips off you on Thursday and have another chat then. Speak to you in about 48 hours, mate. Sounds good. Have a good day. Chris Perkins in America. Big G says on the text, Morning, Dan, the event I'd like to go back and watch is the 1991 Grand Final. Meant so much to watch the Panthers win their first. Uh, cheers, the Big G. Great moment for the Penrith Panthers team and the Penrith community. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. More texts in a sec. It's quarter to six. Ten and a half to six. Joval Treeman says, Hi, Dan. I can't imagine any sport event ever topping the personal experience with the Sydney 2000 Olympics, watching 11 different sports over the two weeks, not counting the Paralympics shortly after. Would love that experience again. That from the Oval Truman. Yeah, that was just fantastic. Of course, Brisbane, 2032, uh, what, nine years away now. And Junior Smith, he says, Morning, Dan, on Josh Schuster, I'd get Jim Dimmick to do a lot of work with him to turn him into an elite ball-playing 13, just like Dimmick was in his playing days. Plus, Dimmick was able to mould Greg Eastwood, uh, who had similar attributes to Josh Schuster. Yeah, good text, Junior Smithy. Josh Schuster could be a very, very good lock. Halftime in that game between Arsenal and Crystal Palace. It's nil all. Break back with more Tradies News in a nutshell. Uh, Chookman says on the text, Hi, Dan. I think Trell left the Roosters to play fullback. And because they made him train like everybody else at the club, uh, pretty obvious he is doing what he likes at uh, the Rabbitohs. Uh, yes, uh, and I think he'll be staying at fullback. I still think his best position is centre, but I agree with you, Chuck Man. He one of the reasons he left the Roosters is to play fullback at South Sydney. Uh, he also says I'd like to go back and watch Bradman score a ton. Thank you, Chuck Man. Thank you for that text. Thank you for all your texts uh, this morning's final one uh, on AFL. Uh, the first Anzac Day Essendon versus Collingwood match in 1995. 95,000 people watched a classic draw at the MCG played at Grand Final quality. Thank you for that text as well. Thank Thank you for your company today. Big thanks to Chris Perkins. He'll be back with me on Thursday. Breakfast coming up next in Queensland. It'll be Patton Hills and in Sydney. Vossi and James Magnuson this morning coming up after the 6 o'clock news. Have a wonderful Tuesday. I'll see you back here tomorrow morning from 5am.